Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 231, Sawtober, episode 3, Saw 4 and 5. You won't believe how this podcast ends. That was a really convoluted opening I just did. Yeah, it's very confusing. Like, it's episodes 3 of Sawtober, but it's also 4 and 5 of Saw. And it's also episode 231. It's very confusing. There's it's way too three many numbers. different things. Too many numbers. I'm getting confused. I'm telling you what. Well, you know what? You need to stop with the numbers because this is not a math class. I. <laughs> that is not fair because I didn't even want to do the episode numbers and you told me I had to. What? Yeah. Oh, I only met on Anchor. I didn't mean here. Oh, my God. Whatever. I thought you meant like, I don't know. No, I meant I was talk I was about to do the intro. I was talking about why should I have to do this for the intro, not on anchor. Yeah. Well, you know what? I asked why do I have to keep doing this podcast and you said because it's there. So, because it's there, you have to do it for the intro, okay? It's bullshit. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Carnage. I feel so professional right now. Yeah, do you? I know. I've got With a mic, mic stand. stand. I'm so excited. I'm like, it's always took me like five years to get professional. To get professional with a mic stand. <laughs> to buy a basic $15 mic stand. Hey, it was $15.98 and tax. <laughs> I know. It was $17.07 or something. I just bought one. So it's like, yeah. Well, I get so tired of listening to myself and I get garbled and I'm like, it's probably because I'm moving too much. Right. And then you get like real quiet and then you get real loud and you get quiet and That'll probably still happen because I'll still probably move my head like this, but hopefully it won't be that bad. Well, now I can monitor it so I can yell at you if you do it. Like you didn't yell at me already before. I know. I'm just saying like I can continue to do that because I can monitor it now. Nice. Thank you for monitoring me. You're welcome. Big brother. Hey, I am the sound person. That is what I'm supposed to be doing. You act like it's a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy for you to monitor me. <laughs> you don't just monitor me on this podcast. I know you monitor me at work. You monitor me in my car. You monitor me in my house. I've seen the cameras. I am a professional. <laughs> <laughs> what, you have to get all access to, to splice it together just for the podcast? Yes. <laughs> Surprised you hadn't gotten me more singing than <laughs> I was entertaining chaos um, uh, as you, as um, we were getting ready with the Snape, Snape, Sever, Snape song, and then um, a song from West Side Story, because that's how I live. Song with song. no regrets. <laughs> but I thought you hated musicals. I hate some musicals. Yeah. Okay. That's more like it. You're all like Repo the Genetic Opera thing comes on, and you're like, I hate musicals, and I'm going. Miss just defended loving the sound of music to me the other day. No, there's some musicals I do like. I do like some musicals, not to an unhealthy level. What? What what is that supposed to what it means you're not eight anymore. You're not supposed to like the sound of music. (gasps) You shut your mouth. The sound of music is for all ages. It teaches you about Nazis and how to hike in a mountain and how not to join a nunnery. I mean, it teaches you life lessons there. Yeah. And it also teaches you how 16 is going on 17. You know what? I can teach you about not joining a nunnery, too. It's called Don't Step Foot in the Fucking Nunnery. And you know what? I can go 16 to 17 as well. It's called Don't Do Anything. It'll eventually happen because time is a thing. You're just rude. (laughs) Can you put it to music, though? I can try. 
not well, and not with Julie Andrews because she hates you. We've gotten the hate letters, so good luck Julie with that. Julie Andrews has a restraining order against me, and I am proud of that fact. Most Brits have restraining orders against us. I, they do. <laughs> we are not allowed to step foot on the Isle of London that or one, England. <laughs> that one Cleveland weatherman who, like, I just, like, burst out laughing the, the time I met him and couldn't stop. He has a restraining order against me, too. Does he? That doesn't surprise me at all. He was really embarrassed. I don't know why. <laughs> How because you were laughing at the poor man? Like, you just looked at him, pointed, and laughed. I mean, that I didn't embarrass point. There I was didn't point. There was not pointing. I just could not stop myself from laughing hysterically. And I may have doubled over in laughter pain. Why, though? Who was it? A little bit. The guy with the hair. I don't know his name. The guy with the Mark. hair. Mark Johnson? Yes. I like him. You don't like him? <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with him. Apparently you laugh at him, though. <laughs> but I laughed at him, yeah. Mark Johnson, if you're listening to this podcast by some small, minuscule chance, we love you. Even if we laugh at you. Yeah, I'm really sorry I laughed at you, bro. I like the one with the hair. They fucking all have hair, dude. <laughs> Name me a yeah, but bald weatherman in Ohio. It's his hair that specifically made me laugh because it's like this helmet on his head. It's like... He does have Trump hair. He does. He does. Yes. You're not sure if it's a wig or not. Yeah. Well, when at least when I met Andre Bernier, another Cleveland weatherman, I didn't laugh. Oh, I met him too and I laughed. He's awesome. Are you serious? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Is it just weathermen or all news people? <laughs> like if you met Russ Mitchell, Russ Mitchell, would you laugh at him? I don't know who that is. He is a news person in Cleveland. Mm. He is a major news person in Cleveland. You don't even care, do you? So I wouldn't laugh at him because I wouldn't know who he was. Oh, there you go then. We're fine. It's He'd safe. be like, hey, what up? And I'd be like, hello, person. He would cross the street to get away from you. He wouldn't say, hey, what up? <laughs> yeah, he would. He would just see me coming and be like, oh, fuck, I'm getting over there. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're like we... the locals around here stare at me. <laughs> Which is just weird because they're so hot here. It's just not cool. What? It's not cool here. It's not cool here? The the locals. Oh, no. They're a bunch of hicks. Yeah. It's like if Alabama was in a city in Ohio. Yeah. It'd be here. It'd be here. No offense to anyone in Alabama, but, <laughs> but it's if you're married to your cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> no offense to anyone in Alabama, but if you're married to your cousin, <laughs> because that's a possibility in, in Alabama. And in West Virginia and Kentucky and Tennessee. It's it all is not allowed there. Technically, it's allowed here if it's your second cousin. That's okay. Ew. In Ohio law, it's okay. No, I'm not saying I. I'm not saying I recommend it. I'm just saying it's allowed here. <laughs> You're not recommending it. No, I'm not. I'm not promoting cousin marriage. Okay. I'm just saying it's okay, legal good. here. Never will you hear me the words say the words I promoting cousin marriage because that's just creepy. No offense if you're married to your cousin. <laughs> okay, we have procrastinated long enough. I am dead. I'm you... sorry. <laughs> I know you don't want to get to this episode, but we have to get through it. I know. It. Let's do it. We We're have to get through minutes it. already. <laughs> well, tell them who we are and what we do, and we'll get we to it. We are the Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks. 
And um, sometimes they are just because we want to share them with you, our lovely audience. And sometimes they are to make the other person mad. That is called a revenge pick or a prevenge pick. A revenge pick or a prevenge pick. Prevenge pick. What if I just want to be venge? You just want to be venge? Yeah, I can see You can that. be overwhelmed. I think you can and you be, can be overwhelmed. Europe. Can you just be... <laughs> no, I was hoping you'd get it. <laughs> no, I, I got it right away. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. Again. I think you can be in Europe. Uh, Larissa, Larissa Olenek, she was... I totally had a crush on her when I was a teenager. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Love it. From the secret world of Alex Mack. And 10 Things I Had About You. Obviously. 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 Love that movie. Don't care what anyone says. Yes, it's, I care. It's one of my... It's one of my... Uh, my guilty pleasures. It's not guilty pleasures. It's a good movie. Well, it's not my usual type of movie. Josie like and the Pussycats is a guilty pleasure movie because it's embarrassing to admit that I like it. That is embarrassing, yes. Ten Things I Hear About You is actually a good movie. It is a good movie. But so I'm not Josie usually into like teen romances, but it's oh, a good okay. movie. Um, so therefore, it's a guilty pleasure. But, but it is a good movie. Um, anyway, as I was saying, because we have friendship goals and our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we go to duke it out when we don't see eye to eye on movies. We have our very own octagon down there. And um, that's very important to remember about us. Yes. Also remember spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we are in our third week of Sawtober. Woo! So hope you're still with us. Hope so. Hope so. Um, (laughs) um, We're dragging chaos right along in. We're halfway through. Halfway through. You're going to make it. It's going to be okay. Oh, my God. I'm uh, halfway. I'm okay. It's okay. (laughs) I love how you act like this was all my idea. It was your idea. And I forced you into this. No, okay. All right, all right, all right. Now, wait a minute. I don't want to be revisionist. I did say that I was on board with Saw for three reasons. One, you wanted to do it. Two, I thought the first Saw movie was, like, funny. And three, what was my third reason? I knew it would be popular. Yes. So that's why I said yes, but that doesn't mean I have to like the fucking thing. You don't have to like it. No, I understand. No, I get it. I get it. Well, this week, um, it's bookended again, Saw 4 and 5, so we're just going to go right into Saw 4, which was done in 2007. It was R-rated. It was an hour and 33 minutes long, and it got a 5.9 on the IMDb scale. What about that tomato meter? So glad that you asked, because you see, the tomato meter is a green splotch at an 18%. Critics' consensus, Saw 4 is more disturbing than compelling with material already seen in the prior installments. Audience score, much higher, 62%. Nice. Um, Can I just say what the tagline is for this one? Because I didn't use this one's tagline. I used 5's tagline for the beginning. How how lame is the tagline? It's a trap! I think we've heard that before. That's the tagline for this movie, though. It's It's a a trap. trap. It's a trap! It's a trap! And you have to do it in the, the Akbar. The Admiral Akbar voice. Yes. I like to go, it's a tarp! A tarp? It's a tarp. It's a tarp! It's a tarp! Okay, now I'm going to say that all the time now. That's horrible. <laughs> you, you, you created a monster in me. I'm um, sorry. Oh. Should we do cast? Yeah, let's talk about the cast. Um, I sent it to you. I know you did. Okay. And the ones that I sent that don't have anything, because we've done them previously. So again, okay. um, if you, I don't say anything about the, the actors, it's because we've done them in previous episodes, because there's a lot of repeats as the weeks go on. So, 
So Jigsaw was Tobin Bell. Hoffman was Costas Mandalore. Agent Strom was Scott Patterson. Known best for Gilmore Girls, Other People's Children, and Her Best Move. Jill Tuck was Betsy Russell. Lieutenant Rig was Lyric Bent. Agent Perez was Athena Carcanis. Uh, She's known for My Little Pony. She plays Glory. Manifest and Wild Crash. She does a lot of voice work. Oh, that's cool. I actually don't know who the hell Glory is in My Little Pony. Me either, because I'm not a brony. I'm not either, but I liked My Little Pony when I was a kid. I never did. And I knew some bronies. So I kind of got into the show like a little bit, except I was like, this is a fucking kid's cartoon. I can't do this. And so I stopped watching it. But I saw a few episodes, so I kind of know who the characters are, but I've never heard of this one. (laughs) Um, Art Blank was Louis Ferreria. He's from uh, Stargate Universe, Grey Gardens, and Dawn of the Dead. Grey Gardens? Mm -hmm. Really? The one with Drew Barrymore? Oh, I haven't seen that one. Um, Eric Matthews was Donnie Wahlberg. Nice. You want a little summary? Yeah, I would love one of Carmen's famous five-second summaries. One man tries to find another man, and things go awry. Things go very awry. I was trying to do that. In a world, the voice. In a world where things go awry. (laughs) Things go extra awry for one man. Wow. So, I have to talk about this movie. Should I just talk about it now or later? Let's talk about it now. Okay. Um... We're getting to the end of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I stopped is this movie. When you need a fucking chart <laughs> to figure out who the characters are and what the timeline is, your movie's not a good movie. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. No, I agree with you entirely. It's when you need a fucking chart. <laughs> it's true. It is. You need like a string board. <laughs> seriously like what is this a serial murder oh wait it is but still it's so convoluted and it gets worse and worse and worse as it goes on i mean i'm assuming i we just saw saw five so it gets worse but i mean it just well i mean we haven't seen beyond saw five but if it's any it's if the progression continues the way it has been then yeah it's gonna continue to get worse yeah so this is the first one lee wanell doesn't write Mm -hmm. um and um it's a new director. I mean, it's just, it's all new people. They didn't follow the Saw Bible, which apparently is a Bible of Saw rules. They didn't follow it. They just did their own thing. And it just gets so crazy. Mm-hmm. So this one is concurrent. Let me know if I'm right here. It starts off with the autopsy of Jigsaw, but what you don't yes. know is that's the end of the movie. Right. That's the end of three. That was supposed to be at the end of three. Right, and, but it's also the end of four, too. Yeah, The it first is. scene is the end of this movie. Yeah, it is. It's very convoluted. Because what you don't know is three and four run concurrently. Well, and the thing is, like, if, if it's done well, I like stuff like that, but it's not done well here. Mm-mm. No, it's shit. It's shit. <laughs> yes. Just say, say it how it is. It's shit. I have feelings. <laughs> you have feelings. Okay. Um, so they took two weeks to make this dummy of Tobin Bell. Mm-hmm. And they had to show you... The twigs and berries for some reason. Yep. Why? Why couldn't have just gone in with a sheet? I mean, was he that proud of his twigs and berries that they're like, we're going to put it on this dummy and we're going to show it. Is that what happened? I don't know, but it's kind of amusing me that you said twigs and berries instead of twig and berries. Twig and berries. That's right. Because that he's got two twigs. He does have two twigs. One is longer than the other. Ew. I'm just kidding. 
But they do this autopsy, which is longer than... There's so much that's drawn out for like... For gore effect. That's, yes. That's which why. I know you think I'm a gore lover. I'm really not. I mean, it's like... Uh, I'm more jump scares. Give me a good jump scare in time. Give me a cheap thrill. Gore, um, it's okay. It's well, okay. then why do you like torture porn so much? I don't. I like um, I like uh, certain ones because they are scary. But some are just gore for gore's sake, which I can't stand. Like, um, what was it? Hostel 3? And these, as they get further in. You know what I mean? I can't justify the story anymore because it's stupid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you you we start in the autopsy which is so fucking pointless just pull the fucking tape out of his stomach for one thing okay i want to i want to i want to know why they even bothered to do an autopsy on him they knew he had cancer they knew he had cancer they knew how he died he had a big saw cut through his neck yeah exactly they would not have done an autopsy. No. They just wouldn't have. They'd have been like, well, we know how he died. Why in the world are we going to, is the city going to pay for an autopsy? That's, it's not. That's that's going to be some homicide right there with a, with a side dish of cancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they know how he died. Like, why are they doing that? So that's, that's rule number one broken. They don't do autopsy for every dead body. They do not. Like, we tried to get an autopsy for my dad when he died. They would not do it. Mm-hmm. Would not do it. Yeah, everybody thinks that they do an autopsy on every single person that dies. And it's like, no, that is not how it happens at all. Because there were sus circumstances around my dad's death. Yeah. We thought he was poisoned by the people he was living with, possibly, because it was just weird. It was a whole weird thing. I don't know if I told you about this. Yeah, you kind of mentioned it. Yeah. Would not do an autopsy. Would not investigate. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, come on. Police are lazy. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) Not all police, but... (laughs) You know, they don't do an autopsy. They're, they're not going to waste the city funds for that shit. No, not when they know how he died. Yeah. It's stupid. So. They wouldn't do an autopsy on him, for one thing. So, and for another, I mean, for first, number one, he wouldn't have been able to swallow that. So don't ask me how he got it into his stomach. I know. And because, why not just leave the tape behind for him? Yeah, just leave the tape behind. They'd find it with your body. It's fine. Just put it in your pocket. Yeah. They would put search your pockets. Put it in pockets. your fucking pocket. Put it in your wallet. I don't care. Just hold it in your hand. They will find it. Jesus Christ. So it's obviously for Hoffman. They bring Hoffman in. He listens to the tape. Because he's, don't you know? Don't you know? He's the next Jigsaw killer. He's one of Hoffman. We find out he's Jigsaw's apprentice. Yeah. whoop do you do So next scene, we go to the mausoleum. And this is the chain trap. You've got one man's eyelids sewn shut. And he could actually see. Although the guy the art could see with his mouth sewn shut. No, 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 no. I mean, the actor could actually see. Oh, okay. Through, I the pros- through the prosthesis, the prosthetic thread, he could actually see. But Art, who couldn't talk because he had the prosthetic thread through his mouth, he really couldn't talk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Taking notes here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but because they can't have, communicate, what? Have you ever seen Strange Land? No. I feel like you would like that movie. Probably. <laughs> there's there's another instance where. He sews these girls' mouths shut. That's an intensity, too. It's a... Dean Koontz movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what do you roll your eyes for? Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> camera can't see... The camera can't see that. The microphone can't see that. The microphone cannot see that. That's why I can do it all I want. I need it rolling hard enough that the microphone can pick up that sound. <laughs> you gotta do it harder than that. There we go. <laughs> I rolled them so hard they made a noise. So... 
because they can't communicate, they think they're attacking each other. Well, one the guy's blind, quote unquote blind, thinks the other one's attacking him when he's really just trying to get the key off his neck mm-hmm. to secure himself. So, so the blind guy keeps attacking him. Right. So the guy with his mouth sewn, it's Art Blank, we find out. He ends up killing the other guy mm-hmm. to get the key off and survive his trap. And we don't see him again until for a little while later. Um, it's apparently been six months since Matthews died. So this is when the fucking timeline gets all fucked up. It's They kept him alive for six months just mm-hmm. to get to the end of this movie. Just to kill him. They repaired his foot. Or like they they inj- like um, gave him a fucking boot. They gave him a boot and food and a rat friend. I mean, <laughs> that was so Lenny from... Uh, <laughs> from Grapes of Wrath. Not Grapes of Wrath. It's a... Uh, yeah, Grapes of Wrath. No, it's not Grapes of Wrath. Lenny? With yeah, the Lenny, rabbits? Lenny with the rabbits is not from Grapes of Wrath. Yes, it's, it is! <laughs> no, Grapes of Wrath's about the Dust Bowl. Lenny from, um, oh my God, of Mice and Men. Oh, of Mice and Men. Oh my God. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's such a brain fart there. Um, it's such a Lenny so movement, I. though, when he's petting the rat. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I can hear Lenny's voice in my head. <laughs> I never saw Grapes of Wrath and then or I get the-, the other one that I can't remember that it's really called. Of Mice and Men. Never seen him. And then I get the, the voice in my head from Tropic Thunder. You never go full retard. <laughs> I know. So horrible. So horrible. We do not condone that word. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm just quoting a movie. It's just a horrible line from it's a horrible, horrible movie. I will quote any horrible line from any movie. I actually own that movie. Me too. I love it. <laughs> I haven't watched it since I bought it, but, you know, I own it. I'm a white guy pretending to be a black guy pretending to be... What is it? What is... Oh, God. He's got the best lines in that movie. I'm a white guy, white pretend, guy pretending to be a black guy pretending pretend to be, be a, a white, white guy. guy. Oh, my God. I don't even fucking know. So horrible. Okay. Um, they find Carrie's body. Rig just jumps right in. So Rig becomes more of a character. Because I mentioned him about three episodes ago. Or two, whatever the fuck we started this. Rig is now our main protagonist, I guess we would say. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's kill some more cops. I mean, that's really the theme of this movie is let's kill cops. So It's kind of like my fantasies. No, just kidding. <laughs> God, I did not go there. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Can I tell you a story of B? Speaking of irreverence real fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm home with the fam this weekend, and uh, we watched, there was a, a commercial for the Shriners Club, and there's all these kids, like, you know, they're kids with missing limbs and stuff like that, and and they're like, if you donate to the Shriners Club, you get this blanket. It's this fucking ugly-ass blanket. I'm like, I don't want the ugliest blanket. Send me a kid. Send me one of the kids. I can duct tape a spatula to his arm, and he could do things around the house, and... You are truly wrong. <laughs> That is the uh, answer I got for my family, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe cut that out. Yeah, maybe. You're not, you know, staying in forever. Um, anyway, so... So this was Lionsgate's sixth highest grossing film in the Ugh. United States and Canada. I don't understand why. I don't understand why either. I mean, these keep getting worse, but Rig is just set up to fail, to be, to be marked as the next... What is it when you set someone up to be the patsy? Yeah, that's when you set someone up to be the patsy. I know, but there's another word. Oh, fuck it. It's another word for it, but whatever. Um, so Hoffman's leaving all these clues that it's it's Riggs doing this. Like, he sets up this trap in his apartment where there's this girl. The first trap is with the girl with the ponytail. 
stuck in this device that pulls her fucking hair off and scalps her almost. Yeah, and he he saves her from the trap and then she attacks him. Because her tape says if you the cop that saves you, you have to kill him or he's going to turn you into the police. Yeah. Get, get arrested over killing someone Seriously? over killing someone i know like really you'd be like oh god i can't go to jail for what i like honestly did i'm gonna kill somebody right so he's got he gets this note to go he kills her great killed her that's awesome um and he gets this note that you know to find matthews he's get these this hotel key and instructions so he goes to the hotel and i am a little flaky on this one because he finds this rapist right and he has to set him up in a trap. I did not get why. Why couldn't he just walk away at that point? Like, why did he have to set him up in a trap? Did you get that? Like, um, why he did it? What are you asking me? Yeah, why Rick did it? I would just fucking like walk away because he was angered by seeing videos of the rapist doing rapey things well yeah i get that but i would still be like i would shoot him i wouldn't even put him in a trap i would just shoot the fucker uh, or take him to jail yeah yeah or t- one, i'm a pop i could things. take him to jail yeah didn't even think of that <laughs> so instead he, tra- he sets this guy up who kills himself basic he dies in his trap yeah and he moves on i mean it's just it's it's pointless yeah see what i see feel how i feel it's this whole thing yeah no one gives a fuck we're just trying to get to the end here <laughs> let's be honest at this point uh meanwhile you've got these um fbi agents who are on the scene now and they're gonna help hoffman figure this out because agent Kerry was their liaison at the fbi uh-huh. how convenient yeah agent strom and agent perez convenient so um So what are we? So Perez finds Billy. That's after the school, though. So Ray goes to the school next. Oh, fucking no. Okay, Ray goes to the school next, where um, this abusive husband and wife who have been beating their kid. Well, the the guys been beating this kid, and the wife's kind of taking lessons from him, and just kind of keeping his mouth shut. It was a case that both Rig and Hoffman were involved in. Art Blank was his lawyer. It's all connected, but it's all convoluted as fuck. Anyway, Jigsaw set him up where he's put like rebar through both of them and Mm -hmm. as the wife pulls out the rebar which is not in lethal parts of her body it kills the husband Mm -hmm. because it's in lethal parts of his body yes so rig leaves the key and goes on like he didn't even do anything he didn't have to fucking be there he just gave her the key yeah he's like here i got a key to drop off i gotta i gotta go my next thing i know but yeah that's where agent perez finds billy after they find that yeah then perez finds billy in the office um she ignores clues that she's in danger um she's investigating when billy explodes which causes her to be rushed to the hospital yeah it's some kind of powder too and like uh like the um why am I having such brain problems today? The things that come off of bombs, like like pieces of metal and shit, come like shrapnel. Shrapnel. Thank you. Oh my god, I can't think of that word today. Yeah, she gets caught with powder and shrapnel everywhere in her face and her neck. Yeah. Um, because they find out that Stram and Perez, who Hoffman didn't even know existed until like 
a week ago. Right. But they were their next targets for Jigsaw. So fucking complicated. I know. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, I do love when they're um, investigating. <laughs> this is so great. I was watching Cinema Sins. You know what Cinema Sins are, Cinema Sins are right on YouTube? Oh, my God. Okay. Everything wrong with Saw in 10 minutes type thing. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was watching it for this one. And I love the part where he gets to the uh, the fingerprinter, the forensics team. The fingerprinters, uh, he's... Uh, powdering the um, loaded crossbow and he ends up firing it into the camera woman's neck and cinema sense is like what first day on the job let's just powder a fucking uh fucking loaded crossbow that makes sense yeah it was just funny you're like okay no, not amused um you have to go watch cinema sense you would laugh okay uh, sure so you find all this backstory that jill talk who is Jigsaw's wife, yes, was pregnant. She worked at this clinic. Um, a meth head uh, tricked her to go to steal methadone and ended up making her have a miscarriage of their baby, Gideon. Because he slammed a door into her stomach. Yes. Surely they're, like, so Jigsaw John goes into this horrible depression where then he finds out he has cancer not long after and he tries to commit suicide by driving his car off a cliff. But he survives, and he comes out a different man after. Right. A.K.A. a serial killer. Awesome. Right. Oh, but he doesn't condone murder. No, not at all. He only provides people the way out. Whatever. He only... It's rehabilitation he offers. <laughs> so... He gives them a choice. He ends up killing Cecil in, like, one of the first things, mm-hmm. which is blades against the face. He's got to push against these blades. Which Cecil makes it out, and then he ends up attacking John, and then falls into that razor wire pit. Yeah. So Cecil dies anyway. I mean, so Cecil on. dies, yeah. All or right. Cecil. Cecil. Am I saying that wrong? Yeah, it's Cecil. Okay. So let's see here. At the same time of Rig finding the warehouse where you have Detective Matthews on an ice block in that fucking boot, you have Art Blank holding him and Hoffman at gunpoint, and Hoffman's in a chair that is tied up to supposedly tied up to electricity that if water gets in the bin, he'll electrocute and die. Okay. Am I caught up here? What? You're giving me the frowny face. That is what happens. I don't know where you are. I'm at, I'm getting to the end cause I'm trying to get through it. Cause it's not in, it's not in this synopsis at all. So oh, I'm it's lost. in my brain. Okay. But at the same time, Stram rolls up into the same, I think it's the same warehouse or a different warehouse where you find out it's three and four running concurrently because he runs into Jeff just after Jeff has killed Amanda. He Stram walks in and Jeff points the blank gun at Strom and Strom kills him. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Awesome. Meanwhile, Rig, the clock's counting down. Rig had 90 minutes to save Detective Matthews. Well, okay. So he says. Um, it was revealed earlier that if the door was opened before Riggs' time was up, Matthews's head would be crushed between two ice blocks and Hoffman would be electrocuted. Yes. But, um, Rig charges through the door, um, and he is the one who ends up shooting Art. Yeah, well, the, the ice blocks... Kill Matthews. The Xbox kill Matthews, yeah. Art's trying to reach for a tape recorder. Riggs thinks it's a gun, so he kills Art. Yes. Just as Art presses the play button. Yes. So 
fucking stupid. So the whole premise was is Hoffman set this up because in the very first part, Riggs burst through a day tr- door trying to get through Carrie. And he's like, you should know better than to burst through a door. And Jigsaw in his very first tape to Riggs is trying to say, you need to learn a lesson about, about how to save a life. Okay, yeah. Let's be more vague. If you see someone in trouble. How to save a life. Sorry, I had to. Thank you, Frey. You're welcome. <laughs> if, you, if you see someone in danger, you're going to burst through the door. Yeah. That's just in rings. You know, he didn't learn anything. So no. he didn't learn anything. No. So Matthews dies a horrible death after being saved and making a rat friend for six months. I mean, what's going to happen with that rat now? He is friendless. His only friend died. That rat is going to commit suicide and it is all his fault. It is. Riggs gets got shot because Matthews was trying to uh, keep him from coming in the door, and it ends up they're both uh, Art's dead. Riggs is there lying bleeding to death, and Hoffman unleashes himself to <gasps> big shock. Hoffman's the new jigsaw. No, what? what? Oh my god! And he closes the door on Strom in that freezer. Yep. End of movie. Game over. Game over. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just get dumber after this as far as I'm concerned. Oh, so dumb. So I guess that takes us to number five. That takes us to five. Almost over. All right. So Saw 5 was done in 2008. It was R-rated, of course, because they're all R-rated. It was an hour and 32 minutes long and got a 5.8. Only one-tenth of a point less. Oh, we didn't rate this one. We should rate this one first. We we were going to rate them at the end. Okay, that's fine. Got a 5.8, only one-tenth lower on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter for this so one? So glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is at a green splotch again at a 13% again. Critics' consensus, if its plot were as interesting as its torture devices or its violence less painful than its performances, perhaps Saw 5 might not feel like it was running on fumes. <laughs> Burn! What's the audience score? 52%. Really? Yeah. I think that's high for this movie. Let's just do cast, though, and get through this. All right. You can feel we're beating down, people. I mean, we are saw beating down. Saw, uh, saw has just, just <laughs> crushed our souls. Crushed our souls. All right. Saw, Jigsaw is Tobin Bell. Hoffman is Costas Mandalore. Agent Strom is Scott Patterson. Jill Tuck is Betsy Russell. Brit is Julie Benz. Best known from Dexter, Jawbreaker, and Boondock, Boondock Saints 2. Um, Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer. Was she in that? Yes, she's a vampire in that. Oh, is she? Yes. Is she Faith? No. Oh. Is she Faith? Maybe she is Faith. I didn't, she was, I didn't watch that that much, no, honestly. No, I, I want to say she had a D name, but I'm going to look it up now. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I suck then. I'm sorry. I, I, I failed you people. I failed you. She's Darla, yeah. Darla. I do vaguely remember her. Okay. I didn't watch it that much. I wasn't a devoted fan. All right. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Luba was Megan Good. We love her in Debs. Debs. We fucking love Debs. Uh, but she was also in Monster Hunter and Anchorman 2. Cool. Um, Erickson was Mark Rolston. He was from Aliens, The Shawshank Redemption, and The Departed. Yeah, Aliens. Woot, woot. Yeah, Drake. Taking us back to our roots. <laughs> Charles was Carlo Roto. Uh, he was in Boondock Saints, Little Mosque on the Prairie, 24, and one of my fandom's queerest folk. Oh. Malik was Greg Brick. Uh, he's in Trigger Point, My Spy, and Bloodthirsty. Hmm. Marvel summary. 
I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. You'll love this one. The Saw movies decided to become a marigold and things went awry. (laughs) This movie is so far my least favorite. Okay. Fucking boring. Like, the only thing I like about this movie is the trap with Luba, Britt, Malik, and um, what's-his-fuck's name? I only like it when, spoiler alert, they figure out that they sh- they could have kept everyone alive. That's a big spoiler. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, shit, we're dumbasses. And I'm like, that's great. That's my favorite part. I'm going to break the other part down first, and then we're going to go through that part. Because I'm just going to do this separately, because this is so fucking stupid. Okay. But, um, so the first death is the pit and pendulum death. Yep. Which I do like the homage to Edgar Allan Poe, the pit and pendulum. But it's a it's a blade that comes down and swings. And I'm sorry. At some point, though, there's a difference between an homage and we ripped it off because the, and then said it was from Poe because we we had to. <laughs> I really don't think it was a homage. You don't so think much so? As it, no, I think they just were like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That was from the Pit and the Pendulum. Sweet, let's use it. Sweet, man. Let's do Sweet it. Sweet, man. Let's do it. Okay, whatever it was, though, it's a fucking pendulum of blades that cuts this guy in half. Yes, it does. Even it's, though he beats the trap. It's a nice trap. He beats the trap, but the trap kills him anyway. Inescapable traps. Mm-hmm. Rule number one in the Saw Bible. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, um, what we do find out is this is the guy that kills Hoffman's sister, and it's Hoffman that set up this trap, trying to frame it as a jigsaw killer. Well, Jigsaw doesn't like this very much, so he fucking takes and kidnaps Hoffman and makes him as his apprentice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you can't beat him, join him. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? I don't know. First of all, I have problems with this. Okay. You find out that Seth, the one that's in the pit in the pendulum, is only like the third fucking victim. Right. Okay. Um, Second of all, the first two people, the actual first two Jigsaw people, Mm -hmm. died. None of them made it out. Right. So when Jigsaw tells um, Hoffman, he's like, well, all the people that make it out of mine have changed lives. No one's fucking made it out of your traps, dude. Yeah. They have changed lives. Um, You mean Amanda? Because right now you're talking about Amanda. Amanda. Well, Amanda hasn't even come up yet because Hoffman set that up for her. He helped uh, Jigsaw set up Amanda's trap. Hoffman predates Amanda. That's what I'm saying. This timeline is fucked. Oh. Hoffman predates Amanda. Okay, now I'm just confused. Oh, yeah. You are totally confused because Hoffman came way before Amanda. So that's why this is fucked. Yeah, it is. It really fucking is. So anyway, you even find out that... um, So for the majority of the movie, it's Strom figuring out that Hoffman... Because at the end of the movie, Strom's in that that fucking medical room with the four dead bodies now finds an invisible exit outlined in that, that neon glow paint that only shows up during the, you know, the nighttime mm-hmm. finds his way out only to get his fucking head, you know, only to get syringed by the pig man and then find his head caught in a water trap. Mm-hmm. And the only escape is he makes himself a tracheotomy out of a pen. Brilliant, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Quite uh, smart. Scott Patterson was so scared to do that fucking thing. Like, terrified. Oh, did not want yeah. to do that trap. Oh, yeah. I read that, don't blame too. Him. Yeah, I, he did not want to put his head in that thing. I don't blame him, either. I wouldn't want to myself. No way. Meanwhile, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that makes me thirsty. I want water now. I know. You're like, that makes me thirsty. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, 
And you see, you see Hoffman bringing Jeff and Lynn's daughter out, and he's the big hero, yo, big hero. Yeah. You find out he's the one that left that envelope for Amanda. Maybe you find this out later, but he's the one that left that envelope for Amanda, telling her she had to kill Lynn, or he was gonna uh, bust her to John about some uh, inescapable trap she made. Like it's all about blackmail. It's about blackmail and treachery. I think this whole thing is just pointless. It's stupid. And I'm getting mad here. I'm just getting mad getting talking mad. about it. But the whole premise behind the background of this movie is Strom figuring out it's Hoffman. And then following the trail. While Hoffman sets a trail up for Hoffman's boss that Strom really perpetrating all these crimes. When Strom and Perez only came in on the fucking fourth movie. Right. What the fuck? Like seriously? So fucked. Yeah. So that's sure. what the background is there. Okay. Have we got that covered? Meanwhile, the fun one is the five people tied up in the new jigsaw trap. This is where I enjoy this. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you. I can see what you're thinking. What? (laughs) You got five people. They're they're tied up with these cords. And on pulleys and shit. And they're, they're they're all connected together. So, like, if one person... Like they've got these cords like attached to to um, locking collars around their necks. So like if one person moves forward, the other people move back, kind of thing. Like one can only move forward at a time, basically. Right. Yeah. And if they have sixty seconds from the time that the first one moves to get these uh, to run up to this glass box, get their key, unlock their collar. After the sixty seconds, they go through this appropriately for Saw Five. A V shape of blades that would. Decapitate. decapitate them yeah um and i thought this was kind of clever when uh they later realized that all the keys were the fucking same <laughs> i was like yeah it's those little details that nobody looks for in the traps yep. they ne- they would they just all assumed that and and jigsaw warned them like not to go with their instincts yes because all they needed was one key right but they didn't know that it's not survival of the fittest people. It's let's pink on our brains. Right. They thought it was survival of the fittest when it was really worked together. And really they had 15. So they had 15 minutes before they had like, before they had to get out of that room because that's when the nail bombs would go off. But it's when one fucker moved, that's when they had 60 seconds. Right. They could have thought about it, you know, taken some time to think about it. But no, you have the one tweaker Malik, jump the gun, go get his. And of course, one, the one girl. So then everybody just like follows suit and has to go jump the gun and go get theirs. And except for the blonde girl who isn't fast enough, she's the last one to go and she gets killed. Luckily, before that happens, you know, luckily, you know, we find out before she dies that she's a fire investor or arson investigator. Yeah. How fire safe. She's us. a fire safety. She's I not an arson. arson. No. Oh, okay. Fire safety inspector. Um, which Charles tells us. Thank you, Charles, for. Yeah, giving us so, that nugget. So they're going through these rooms thinking that they have to let one of them has to die every single room. And it's not until the last room that they realize that they're just idiots mm-hmm. and they were all supposed to be working together and they all could have lived. Which Britt's pretty smart here because she takes all the keys as they're going into the next room. She grabs all the keys. She's like, I'm being smart, which isn't the worst idea ever. No. To take all, all what you can from this room. Yeah. And it leads them into the next room, which is three tunnels with grates, nail bombs everywhere. And then up in the ceiling are keys. And they each have like ones like a cross key. One's like a minus sign. They're all different shaped keys that fit into these tunnels. So as they're... Charles grabs a fucking wood stick and slams all these keys. And they find these keys. And he's about to... He's... Malik's got... Malik has got the last one. And 
Charles steps on his hand to take it. And Luba hits him across the back of his head mm-hmm. with a pipe, knocking him out. And the other three dart for their tunnels. And then Charles goes splody when they realize that two people could have fit in each tunnel later. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our next room, which is a bathtub filled with water and five electrical uh, plugs, I guess you would say, or cords. Yes. And Luba's off for killing Malik and throwing mm-hmm. him in the bathtub and using his body as a conductor to open the door. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do is, you know, uh, complete the circuit. Right. And then Britta stabs her in the neck and kills her. Yeah. I don't trust her. But- and then they throw her uh, body in the water and use it to complete the circuit. And then, of course, later at the end in the last room, they go, oh, we all could have just gotten a minor shock if we had each taken one. Yeah, yeah, you could have. You're idiots. You killed her for no reason. You're murderers. Yeah, because in the last room, they need to give a total of, what is it, 10 pints of blood? Yeah, 10 pints of blood. Yep. For the doors to open. And because there's only two of them, that means they each have to give five points. And they used real animal blood. And the director said that there's no way they would have used it if they knew how bad it was going to oh, smell. Oh, I read that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gross. I don't know how it smells, but it sounds gross to me. Um, when there's enough blood that you can smell it, that means that there's a lot of blood and it is gross. Yes. But blood on its... Like, if you just had, like, a, like a, like a palm full of blood, it wouldn't smell like anything. You have okay. to have a lot of blood before it starts to smell. I gotcha. Like, before you can smell it. I mean, dogs can smell a tiny little crumb of it that's been there since last July or whatever. But but people, there has to be a lot of blood before you can smell it. So for it to smell that bad, I don't want to know how much they used. Yeah, they could have just each given it two pints. But instead, because they're stupid, they had to get five, pint, uh, ten, five points each. Yeah. Which Erickson, Stram's a boss. Lot of fucking blood. And he says, Jigsaw says that that you can still function with, with only half your your 10 pints. Okay, so for one thing, I think this is wrong. Because I had to look this up a while ago when we were playing BCM. What, how many pints of blood you need to actually survive? Yeah. Okay, how many pints of blood can you lose? On the average, adults can lose safely between 1.26 and 1.68 of blood without adverse effects. Exsanguation can occur if the individual loses more than half their blood supply. So that'd be more than five pints. So technically you might live. You might. You might. And that's what they do say. They said we might live. Yeah. So they, they know the risks going in that they might die. So Erickson finds him because he's on this case thinking Strom is the new jigsaw killer. Yeah. His own agent but he finds their body. He finds them. He finds Britt alive saying, we won. We won. Fucking congratulations. Meanwhile, Strom finds Hoffman. Well, he finds a box where Hoffman doesn't even disguise his voice and saying, do you trust me yet? Get in the box. Get in the box and you'll live. Which, of course, Strom doesn't. He hides until Hoffman comes in and pushes Hoffman in the box and closes the door, which then locks. And you find out, Hey, he should have gotten the fucking box. He should have got in the fucking box because then the walls of the room slowly contract until it squishes him. And the box, and the box sinks into the floor safe. Right. Fuck her. And Strom's dead. Strom's dead. Yeah. So what did we learn from this movie? Not uh, to trust cops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jack fucking shit. 
I didn't learn anything from this movie. Are you kidding me? This movie is lucky that I wasted my time on it. I, 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 I don't know. It, I think it sets it up a little more for the next one too. Cause you have Jill talk going in a line that Strom's after her, mm-hmm. which like is following her around, which he's not, he's not stalking her. So, but she goes in and says that to Erickson to kind of, I don't know, make it seem like he is the jigsaw killer. Right. Yeah. She's kind of being like a shady bitch. Yeah. It's a technical term. Shady biatch. Shady biatch. Definitely shady. The shady lady of Shady Lane. She's cute, though. She's cute? She is. Okay, if you say so. I I like the part with Britt, Luba, Malik, Charles. Like, I like that part. Like, it's kind of, like, interesting to see them try to get through the traps. And they add the end where they're like, oh, Oh. duh. Everything else is fucking stupid and pointless and boring and convoluted. So convoluted. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't even mention the year of the pig shit from the last movie. Holy fucking shit. Because because John planned Gideon, their baby, to be born in the year of the pig. It was all calculated for this. And, of course, when Cecil died, that's when he got the pig mask because he was at the year of the pig Chinese uh, New Year festival. And that's how the pig mask got started because it was all in the year of the pig. Who gives a flying fuck? Seriously? That just seems like shoehorned in for no one gives a fuck here. Seriously? (laughs) Just saying. I'm always mad at this movie. You're so mad at this movie. I think it's great. Because usually I, I'm the one who's mad. When I own all of them, but I never saw past four. I saw five. I saw saw five. I saw saw five, but I fast forwarded through it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't watch the whole thing. It was boring. So I fast forwarded through the boring parts. And now I realized why, because it sucks. Yeah. And it gets horrible. And it's like, ew, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Like I actually did my Duolingo while the saw movie was on. I mean, come on. I'm learning French instead don't, of watching horror. Don't admit that to our audience. We've got to pretend that we watched this I didn't movie. know I watched it, but it was just there were parts that just fucking drag. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but this movie sucks. <laughs> it drags. There's it like sure as shit does. 10 to 15 minutes of good movie. The rest is all exposition with Strom. And I love how Strom flashbacks on things he would never, from Hoffman's point of view. Like, what the fuck? Like, you have flashbacks of Hoffman, but it's Strom yeah. having them. Like, it's the way the editing's done, and it's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Anyway, should we rate before I get any angrier? Where are we at in time? Um. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we are at 53, 54 minutes. I think it's time to rate them. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so Saw 4, what is your rating for Saw 4? I'm going to give it a 4.112. Okay. Because. Ugh. Like, it's better than five, but it's not better than the rest. Mm-mm. And it's just. They kept Eric Matthews alive for six months. For what reason? I know. It's so stupid. What the fuck? What the actual What the fuck? actual fuck? So that's my score. What about yours? Okay. I'm at a two. Okay. Because, um, well, for one thing, I rated three a three. And you need to go down, four, though. You're going to run out of room. Well, I'm just going to give them all ones when I get to one. So that's my predictable outcome for this 
franchise is they're all just going to get ones from me eventually. I think you need to go negative numbers. I'm at a two for this one because I gave three a three and it's worse than three. And it was really boring and it dragged and then it was all exposition and then the traps were like, actually, you know, like I didn't mind the traps so much this time. The traps in four in no, was it? The traps trap? in four? No, I didn't like the traps in four. No, yeah. I didn't. It was the traps in five that I actually didn't mind. Right, I like those traps. Yeah. Like the the, the Luba brick traps? Yeah. yeah, I like those. Yeah. They actually weren't bad. No. But the re- but I just, but it was like, but I've seen it so much already. I've seen the traps to death. I feel like I've seen the traps to death. Mm-hmm. Like if I see one more trap, I'm going to die of boredom. And we've got so many more movies left to go. No, we only have uh, four more. Not four more. That's a lot. I know. Believe me, that was my mantra. Was just like, I can't wait to get through this because I can't wait to finish watching five because then we'll be more than halfway through. (laughs) So I am happy to be more than halfway through. Do you want me to have Green Day write a new song that says "Wake Me Up When October Ends" or "When October Ends"? When October Ends. Wake me up when October ends. Yes, that is exactly what I want. All right. How about uh, Saw 5? Let's rate that bitch. Saw 5, I'm going to give a 1 because I gave Saw 4 a 2 and it's worse than 4. Yeah, I'm going to go 2.753. No, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to give it a 2. Really? Because I liked the traps. Uh, I do like the traps, but there's so, if you cut, if you splice it where you have the traps as opposed to every other part of the movie, mm-hmm. you have maybe 10 to 15 minutes of that part. Well, yeah, no, I know. And it, it doesn't get higher than a two because i still feel like I've been trapped to death. Okay. So like, yeah. All right. Oh, I just give up. I give up. Can it get worse? I mean, I think it can get worse. I'm really I think scared it's now. it's going to get worse. I'm kind of terrified and not in a good way. Like no. the kind that says, not in a in a way where like this movie terrified me. No, no, more in a, I'm terrified at how fucking boring and obnoxious and stupid these movies are. <laughs> oh, Velocipaster's coming! <laughs> I, or Velocipaster's, Velocipaster's coming! <laughs> All right, why don't you pip us and get the fuck out? Because I don't have anything to. P- oh, I do have something to pip. Okay. Go see. Go to YouTube. Go to Cinema Sins. It's great. You could see it for any movie. I love, I like, I've never gone for the horror movies before, but I'm like, God, I need to catch up on Saw 4. And I was at work and I can't watch Peacock at work, but I can watch YouTube at work. So I clicked that on. I was like, this is great. I should watch this for all the horror movies. But it's a great thing where it counts all the sins of the movie. They've got it for every genre. It's great. So go check out Cinema Sins. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. I'm really interested to see what it's got to say about the Saw movies. Oh, it's got a lot. Cool. All right. So we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. And they have a great podcast network because they are a quality site. And so you should definitely check it out. You might even find a show that you like as much as ours. Hardy har har. Um, what, what are you looking at? I'm looking to see if your hedgehog is going to make an appearance. That's all. Oh. You're doing your thing. I'm just looking around the room. Sorry. Um, we are on all the social medias. If you want to interact with us, we are at Podcast at Night everywhere. We even have a Facebook group. 
moderated by our social media maverick maverick and uh you should come join us there for fun times we post a lot of memes mostly and we post updates though we post updates about the show so it's a good thing to check we also post a lot over on instagram that's a good place to get in touch with us too or to uh to have updates from the show um we if you'd like to support us we could really appreciate a review it does help us get new listeners um new ears on the show so wherever you wherever you listen just you know take a couple minutes drop us a review you don't even have to say very much if you don't want to but we'd really appreciate it and if you've got some cash to flash we do have a merch store which will be linked in the show notes um so that's it from me i'm just chaos i'm just gonna say thanks everybody for listening and good night and stay bloodthirsty friends good night from carnage and as always we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of adorable little kitties oh